Hello, Colorado. This is Philip Jordan with I Love Colorado Beer Cast. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for great beer gear, including t-shirts, koozies, sweatshirts, hats, and much more. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Please check us out on Facebook and Instagram as well. Today on our show, we have Caution Brewery. And now on to the interview. I'm Philip Jordan with I Love Colorado Beer, and we are here with Caution Brewing. This is uh, Danny Wong with Caution Brewing. And this is Betty Wong with Caution Brewing. So when you guys were touring New Belgium, I saw on your website, you said after your fourth and fifth taster, um, you decided to open a brewing company? Uh, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, this was many moons ago. But, um, so how many years ago is this? I want to say 2007, 2008? Yeah. Something like that? We had a New Year's resolution that year. We're uh, just dating at the time. We had a New Year's resolution to, go to try to go to every single brewery in Colorado, which back then wasn't, like, too daunting of a task. But by nowadays standards, you probably would end up with alcohol poisoning if you went to every single one <laughs> in Colorado within a like short... 50 to 300. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot more challenging nowadays. So, yes, we were at New Belgium and uh, as one of our tours, and this was in January. And uh, about the fourth or fifth taster in, we're upstairs in their one of their tasting areas that is just above some of their kettles that had some really nice tile work around them. This was after we had seen the downstairs where they had one of their original brew systems, which was just like a big giant metal trough that was maybe a, like, 10 barrel or not even that. Not even that. Like three barrel system something or like something. That, yeah. Something very small. Tiny. And they told the whole story about how they started out and how they were like delivering bottles and in little bicycle baskets and stuff just around their neighborhood and stuff. And that's how they started out. And they just like made it a thing and they became, you know, what we now know as New Belgium, which huh. is pretty amazing. So we were both up there and we both went to the restroom at one point. We came out and we said, we looked at each other at the same time and said, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I said, we should start brewing beer. So it wasn't the, the beer. It was the bathroom experience that made you. It really was. It, it was. Well, I always we say. We both I, came I, out like, are you thinking <laughs> what I'm thinking? Like, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking what you're thinking, right? Yeah. I always say I have my best ideas in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So after you think, you know, I want a brewery. What comes next? What did you guys do to start this process? Well, we've always had a had a thing for beer. That's always been a passion of ours. So we we said, well, let, let's do let's find out how to brew beer first and see if this is even a feasible thing and see if we're good at it. Sure. Um, so, so obviously, as of this point, you had not brewed any beer. We yourselves. had not brewed any beer. So this is like late mid late two thousands. So nice. we haven't done any beer brewing. You know, we know beers and you know, from growing up for Collins myself. And just drinking around towns, so like, all right, I kind of know what beers are. Mm-hmm. Um, we dove into it. I mean, we just went right into it. So, which is kind of cool because we went, we uh, studied up on home brewing, and then just went in. We did what one, one or two extract, extract batch, batch. Yeah. and said, so, you know what? Let's just let's go all in. Let's get let's do all grain. Let's just do let's just do this. And uh, I mean, really, from there, we we just kind of things just snowballed. Uh, we did a homebrewing for quite a few years. Joined a homebrew club, uh, Foam on the Range, and that they meet out in uh, South Denver. And this is still something going on now. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're actually it's a funny story. We're in the same homebrew club as uh, 
the people that, uh, you know, Whitson. Whitson, Scott Witso from Whitson. Uh, Renegade's been to uh, a couple Brian times. Brian from Renegade was in the same homebrew Wayne club. Wayne from Station 26. Jeremy from Copper Kettle. He's, yep. Uh, the guys from Denver Beer Co. were in that homebrew club. Yep. Like, they, everybody that kind of opened up around 2011, 2012, we're all in the same homebrew club At together. least we've all been, we've all done talks and, like, it's a small, it's a small world anyway in, in craft brewing. The but, connections are good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. um... Yeah, we just we just kind of started things just snowballed. We ended up what's what was really cool was that we ended up, I think in two thousand nine, a uh, chance to pick up a piece of Colorado history, and we did. Uh, so we actually own the original five barrel system wow. that Odell Brewing Company built the five barrel pale out of. I, and a funny story because at the same time, um, you know, we we're looking and, and through some comedy of errors, we thought we didn't get it. We thought, oh, it's already sold, it's gone, blah, blah, blah. Later found out, got a call from Doug Odell, who's like, hey, you still want that kettle, that system? I'm like, yes. It's like, uh, okay, send me a check. I'll, I'll meet you whenever to come pick it up. So we had that sitting in our backyard for about a year. I think yeah, this a year, 08, year and a half. 08, I think we picked yep. it up. Oh, nice. I don't know, something like that, late 2000s. Mm. We just picked it up and said, well, we have this wonderful five-barrel system made by Specific Mechanical in Canada, great company. They're still around, and we're like, uh... Well, we got to no, no, we've we've done this far. So we had the equipment, but we didn't have a brewery yet. We had no space, no brewery, no, no just just the idea, just the thought. Like, let's save up enough money. Let's figure out a space, that kind of stuff. It sat in the yard for a year and a half. Jeez. Uh, and we're just, I mean, we had a big party around it. And it wasn't a covered area. It wasn't a covered area, <laughs> and it's stainless, so stainless is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so did you put it to good use? We we certainly have uh, all of our. Well, I mean, we that's our primary brew house right now. So awesome. Uh, yeah, at our at our original, I call it the OC original caution out in Northeast Denver. It's uh, like in between, tucked in between Stapleton and Aurora. Mm-hmm. So it's sitting there. If you if you come by that tap room, you can check out the old original Odell system. We actually on a grist case above the mash tun hung uh, one of the Odell five barrel signs. Just in honor of that system. <laughs> yeah, that system. So, original definitely a bit of uh, Colorado history, considering it came from Odell. So, very supportive of local beers as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what were some of the challenges? What were some of the larger challenges that you experienced with opening your own brewery? Because obviously, you had to, you know, you had this five barrel system sitting in your backyard. You had to do something with it. You had to look for a location. When Space, planning, capital, navigating the laws, it, it, it is still very controlled industry a, a lot of laws go back to way back to right when prohibition ended nice. so laws have been around for almost 100 years now that are that may or may not be relevant still and just learning the landscape um, there's just so much to it also it's, also hours in the day because when we first opened up the original location we were both still had our full-time day jobs we we're all self-financed and uh, working full-time jobs and then brewing at night and on weekends was kind of strenuous on, you know, just working a lot. But it was definitely worth it in the end because now we both were able to. A uh, couple, about a year and a half, two years ago now, mm-hmm. both, of us, uh, both. both of us were able to join full-time in and, and quit our day jobs. So, uh, so when is it right to say, let's open up a new location? Because you went into the old location, you were there for a few years... Then you were you looking to expand? Were you looking for a better location? What was your thought process? We're looking for a little bit of both, to be quite honest with you. When we, uh, over at Eastside, it is primarily a production facility, after mm-hmm. all. Uh, uh, 
large, a lot of fermenters, room to grow there. Sure. Uh, it's definitely not in a, in a high traffic area, but you know, we, we love this taproom model. We love interacting with the local people, being in a neighborhood, and that's the difference we wanted to make in Lakewood was to be a Lakewood neighborhood brewery. So we came in. And well, we actually live in Lakewood, which is kind of kind of nice. Yeah. And um, started looking and looking, and this space w- was available for a while. We, we just kept looking at it. It's close enough to Belmar, right off Wadsworth. We're in a great location, and uh, we, you know, we, we looked at, we worked some numbers and said, no, we we can have some fun here in Lakewood and bring some craft beer into an area that sorely needed it. So that's kind of what we said. We said, let's let's go, let's check out this new place, and we wanted something in our hood. Yeah, basically. What's up in our hood? Oh, we call it the wood. The wood. <laughs> so is this a good location as far as restaurants and stuff as well? Do you have a lot of restaurants around here? Do you bring in your own food here? You, it's a bring your own food. We actually, Wingstop is right next door to us, which is Perfect. kind of a built-in built in wings place for, for us, which is nice, which, so we don't have to do the food thing. Uh, Johnny's New York Pizza's right across the street. They'll run stuff over. So they'll we, frogger the pizza box. They'll frogger the pizza box over or Wadsworth, and <laughs> so nice. yeah, we're it's nice because we, we have a built-in food uh, and a variety of food, and a lot of places sure. do deliver too. So we definitely don't. Uh, it kind of worked out with where this is at, where we don't have to do our own food. Cool. Although we do still try to get you know the local food trucks out here, and mm-hmm. you know a couple days of the week, try to get them out here, try to support that as well, because you know we mm-hmm. everybody. Who loves beer loves food trucks also. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Where there's a tap room, there's absolutely. usually a food truck. Yep. Absolutely. So let's go on to you guys um, specifically as home brewers before you started all of this. You said that you experimented just a couple times with extract. Um, what was the first grain beer that you guys made? I don't remember what kind of beer it was. You know, it may have been... Matrimony? The Honey Matrimony. I think it was Honey Matrimony because we we're brewing it for a friend's we wedding. We were experimenting with a brown ale because it's kind of... Not like a nice malty. It's, it's kind of hard to screw up. <laughs> it's a pretty easy one, right? And with you know, with the reason we switched to all grain right away is because you know, with extract, we found that we could just did not have the you know power over how the final taste the control. Comes out. The it was control. just kind of like we wanted to, you know, batch, like, eh. we wanted to really you know play with the different kinds of grains. So we went to all grain, and, I, and one of our friends was having a Colorado themed wedding, so we did the honey matrimony nice. with uh, Colorado wildflower honey in it. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, they served that at their wedding, and uh, I think that the dad, or the father of the bride, his speech, we felt kind of bad because his speech was talking more about the beer than his daughter. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, Tiffany's mm-hmm. great, she's great, whatever, but about this beer now. <laughs> you know, and we were like, oh, like, God. Oh boy. oh, boy. So after that, and after uh, we did a lager, an Asian spice lager that, um, for Danny's parents' restaurant, that turned out really nice with some of the, the secret ingredient spices that they use in their cooking. And it turned out so well that when we paired it with their food, we, that's when we knew, like, we have to go professional so that we can sell this mm-hmm. to their restaurant. Because it just, like, went so well. It was, you know, it sells, like, hotcakes over there. What really were you guys good. brewing on? What system? Uh, well, it's funny because yeah. we actually, so, uh, like, so we did extract first and we just used the regular stove top yep. kind of thing. Didn't do a whole lot as far as equipment-wise. When we first looked at doing all grain, we said, let's do this right and kind of did some research and went, we, we jumped right into a Blickman. Tent, 14, <laughs> That's back when we still 10, had day jobs that paid yeah, well. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blickman Blick, equipment is not cheap. But it's, right? uh, there's a reason it's not. It's very well made. It's well, it's worth its money. So we dove right in, got some Blickman stuff, a couple Blickman fermenters. The, the, Blickman, the Blickman Therminator. The Therminator. Nice. You know, the whole works. So what's interesting is that we still pilot on that system. Yeah. We still use it all the time. We use it for our, t- our experiments. Experiment. 
test batches that we release on Thursday evening. Cool. So do you have that in your home still? Or are you no, that's over at the brewery. That's over at East Dublin. Legally, it has to be in the brewing facility. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we, we can't we legally brew it, brew it at home and right. then sell and then it here. Sell it here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I didn't know if you still brew at home for fun. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't, but we, we do we brew here for fun now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. we, it makes we, sense. We do three real batches at the minimum for fun now. And not so. right around the yeah. corner for Exactly. That's right. So, yeah, we started with, we just dove right in and kind of said, let's, you know, this could... If we're spending some money now, this could last us into the future, and we could still use it later. It turns out we were right. We absolutely are still using it, and it's still turning out pretty good beers. We're like, man, some of these beers could do some good stuff. And a lot of those beers has developed, those one-offs develop into actual beers that we are like rotating brewed up, regulars. rotating regulars almost. So, Very cool. Yeah. So was it a fun, easy transition from home brewer to commercial? The Brewing part wasn't so bad. It's learning how to deal with a change in volume. Everything's bigger, obviously, yep. and more. And you know what? The timing and everything else, that stays the same. Learning how to scale up recipes is a little different because every piece of equipment's different. It's learning the equipment. Are you guys very part. scientific? Or are you guys more let's experiment around? Uh, Danny's scientific. I'm more like just throw anything in the pot. Yeah, me, <laughs> me, me and my brewer, my brewer Scott's a mechanical engineering engineer by trade. Excellent. I'm a computer science guy by trade. So we're we're both very analytical and engineering minded. Kind of that background, I think, it helps in, in build, both building the brew house to what, what it is today and building recipes. Things are like numeric, and you know, sure. a lot of it has to feel like, oh, I think this will taste good, but let's here's the number we're shooting for. Here's what we should hit. That kind of thing. So mm-hmm. definitely it. In the, in the pro arena, you want to be consistent. You want to yep. make sure that your beers are the same every single time so people know what they're getting. Uh, it's just really hard homebrewing when you're trying to throw stuff together and you're, you don't write stuff down. You just go, oh, let's try this. This is good. Oh, this didn't turn out well. At the same time, you can't afford to screw up, really. Sure. You know? So dumping a batch is expensive. We've done it, and it sucks, but it happens. So it's just like you got to be – you kind of have to be uh, a lot of, very meticulous. So about how many universities. breweries do you have? How many brewers? Yeah, is um, it just you? Me or and it... me and Scott. Okay, uh, Scott's our, our other brewer, so he's uh, he does a ton of work. So we're we're pretty pretty lucky to have him. So like, brewing mind, like I said, ME by trade, so very engineering minded and loves doing this kind of stuff. So cool. So it was the honey matrimony that was kind of your first beer that kind of got out there to the masses as being a home brewer. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, as a home brewery, yeah, yes. that was one, that, definitely one of them. We had that one, the Laowang Lager, of course. Actually, the Lager is the first one we legally sold, like sure. as a brewery. Um, we had the, and now they're still our flagships, uh, organic wild rice blonde ale called the Wild Blonde, and our um, chrysanthemum IPA, which is called the Hippity Hops IPA. Mm-hmm. Which beer surprised you the most as far as sales goes? I think that's the Cardamom says. Cardamom. So the Cardamom wasn't. An original recipe, like of our like little flagship beers. Sure. What happened was, well, what happened was, so when me and Danny were getting married, this was right before we opened our second location. This is 2012. Yes. We and, um, and we did a contest with each other. We both brewed a beer nice. on on the 10 gallon Blickman. We both brewed a beer and challenged the, and. Basically made a contest at our wedding, and we brought our beers, and we asked people which beer they like preferred. That is awesome. Mine or Danny's. <laughs> yep, we and brought, a, we brought a couple beer kegs was and... the Cardamom Saison, and that one turned so popular that, I mean, we're considering it to be the next beer that we can now. 
coming up. Yeah, that was surprising. It, um, it, and we have to, we had to make it a regular in the tap room because people just revolt if it's not on tap. Oh goodness, yeah, <laughs> we we can't brew enough of that beer. Right so now, obviously, so. he won the contest. You <laughs> <laughs> guys are still married. It's good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, do you guys distribute your beer? beer? Do you we, guys have a distribution area? We do. Uh, we are self-distributed. We definitely take we. Uh, we do Denver for the most, Denver Lakewood sure. for the most part. Uh, we definitely do, we're starting to look at some of the other areas, liquor stores, restaurants, and stuff like that, but we concentrate predominantly in the Denver, Lakewood, kind of the central, sure. greater Denver area. But we also, we self-distribute, we run stuff around ourselves, and we're not at the volume yet where we kind of need to do a distributor or whatnot, but um, at some point, that will definitely be a thing, so... So I see you guys have some bottles and some cans. Do you guys can yourself and bottle yourself? Or? We do can ourselves. Um, we we actually own a, a little small two-head manual canner cool. from, from Wild Goose in Boulder. And uh, we, we do what we can with bottling. We borrow bottle, bottle lines. We've done it with ourselves by hand. We actually did, last time we bottled, we did a little trade-off with uh, Copper Kettle. Nice. They uh, borrowed our two-can canner for a weekend, and then we borrowed their uh, bottling line. Oh, it's very nice. sure, yeah, and, sure, and, sure. And it was kind of fun because we got to go over to each other's breweries and like help out with the process yeah. and just like hang out and stuff. So, well, it's kind of fun because I see that a lot, especially with Caution Brewing and, and with you, Danny. I see you on the media all the time as far as getting people together, getting other breweries together. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know um, if you are, are heavily involved with other events. Uh, not so much. I mean, we're pretty busy just running what we have here and our, well, like our own events and stuff like that. Us, but though. yeah, but. So, um, yeah. so Danny got a bunch of the other breweries together after that that horrendous um, Budweiser commercial. Bud Budweiser, Life Budweiser commercial yes. during the Super Bowl <laughs> aired. Danny immediately after that after that commercial, commercial I was he was downstairs where at a friend of ours house he was downstairs I was upstairs immediately after that commercial I was running down to like ask him if he'd seen it he's running up if I'd seen, if I'd seen it. And we were like both like, what the heck was that? And he's our, he's like, I'm already like texting all these other brewers, and we're gonna get together, and now we're gonna make a pumpkin peach ale. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, I think it just, I'm like, well, I'm tweeting like, and I'm already, stuff. I'm like, already rallying. I guess the we're crowd. rallying everybody to do this. <laughs> yes. So very cool. Well, that that's definitely something that that I mean that people yeah. would recognize you as. Yeah, we love we of. love the camaraderie. We just love being this. Mm. It's such a good industry. I think one of the big reasons we decided to go into this and not. I don't know, say it's something else, you yeah. know, uh, another competitive, somewhat competitive category, you know, niche market, is that there's it's such a big support group. Sure. Everyone's there to help each other out. Guys like Tim Myers from Strange, uh, you know, he, he that, he's, they've been around a year or so longer than we have. He's like the first wave. I mean, he's the most yeah. helpful guy. He'll give the shirt off his back we without spend question. Many, we spent many an evening at Strange just picking Tim's brain before we opened up our own brewery. Just be like, well, what about this and what about that, you know? Very cool. <laughs> the way I see it, all the newer brewers can learn from our mistakes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? And <laughs> so you like to share. So for people who want to come in and talk beer and brewing, you uh, guys are totally up for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, sure. yeah, we're, we're known for that. Just come Excellent. in, talk beer. We, we invite home brewers to come in, say hi to us. It, you know, we we see them a few times, and a lot a lot of them will ask us, yeah. to, "Hey, taste this, see what you think," and we'll give them feedback. If you know? The homebrewers come and bring me a beer. I'm like, if you bring me a beer, I'll give you a beer, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll trade, and we can help you out with your brewing and whatever. But we we just love the community, and right. beer is fun. There's nothing beer is by itself is by the product itself is fun. It makes people happy, and yep. we we just love continuing supporting that. So tell me a little bit about your tap room. So you have how many on tap at this newer location? We have 
uh, 16 tap handles. Okay. Not all of them are going all at once. Sure. Kind of depends on what we have available at the time. Yeah, Roughly something how many make do you like to have on? A minimum of eight. Okay. Eight to ten is kind of the sweet spot for Perfect. us because stuff switch in all the time. Yep. And, uh, stuff kicks and whatnot, so we we try to keep things rotating in as much as we can. How many seasonals do you usually have? Uh, boy, we have usually about five flagships, and the rest are all seasonals. And Excellent. Else. Yep. Yep. So we definitely go through it. How about at your your original location? Eight taps. Okay. Uh, five se- five flagships always on. And sometimes we have something secret in the back. Nice. So we'll so do three to four. Ask me about that. <laughs> three to four seasonals. The original location. Yeah. 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 Three to four seasonals, and that's it. Cool. So so do you guys brew at both locations? We do. We okay. do lots of bring at both locations. So as far as this newer location, you're obviously in a location where there's houses around and there's big community. The other yep. place is a little bit more industrial. So how does this place cater to families and specifically to pet owners? Do you guys cater to that? Absolutely. We, we allow dogs as long as they're leashed and friendly. Cool. As long as they stay on a leash, they're not running around, they're with their owners the whole time, they're more than welcome. Families bring their kids we have arcade games sometimes yeah, we have a lot of board games people board games. kids like to play like the old school battleship sometimes and very cool things like that with their siblings or, we, we want know. this to be a family a community gathering mm-hmm. spot with good beer throughout the year on a regular basis we do dog adoption events okay and we do allow dogs both inside and outside we don't have a kitchen so it's not a health violation of any sort sure um and uh, our up, next upcoming dog adoption event will be this uh, October 17th. It's going to be with a Rocky Mountain Great Dane Rescue. Fun. So they're going to be out here um, from 1 to 4, and we're going to do a really awesome. They're gonna, we're going to do raffle tickets for a big gift basket, a pet gift basket, you know, things like that. A dollar of every pint sold during the event is going to be donated to their rescue also. We like to do that for, you know, local dog rescues for sure. We've done them with... Um, uh, Colorado Canine Rescue and Paws and um, Den- Denver Dumb Friends League came out mm-hmm. here once with their little wagon of pets, you know, both cats and dogs. So, Can you yeah. find more information online about that? Yes, on absolutely. Website? Yep, on our website. So what's your website? Website is cautionbrewingco.com. Excellent. So just a little quick insight into the company, the future of Caution. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys see yourselves going? I see, I, I see ourselves just being a bigger part of the community, everything we can do to be here to be part of Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I see us getting into more of the seasonal packaging. Sure. We're looking at doing more bottle releases, things mm-hmm. we find finding more store shelves, kind of get the word out, get mm-hmm. people to know about us and talk about us and do uh, more runs of different cans. There's more, a little more distribution. Uh, you know, we, we definitely have a lot of room to grow as far as getting our beers out. And I feel like we just got started, really. Sure. And it seems like you guys have a lot of space now. We do, right. and I mean, the, the, this this year, this year's been great. We're we're just you know riding that wave and keeping it going. Perfect. So, how can I Love Colorado Beer and our listeners help you guys to achieve your vision? Come visit us in the tap room. Come say hi. Come talk to us. We're we're here to we're here to geek out about all things beer and brewing related. I feel like we're we're we're, we're definitely the <clears throat> the the collaborative spirit. I think has, has helped us a lot in just saying, hey, let's this. It's meant to be a community, not a not a us, us business versus them or somebody sure. else or whatnot. And I think people see that when they come in. We have, some, we have amazing staff, amazing beers that are always rotating. Uh, come visit us. Come stay to us either either at, at the east side over uh, off I-70 Peoria or here in the heart of Lakewood and uh, say hi to either me or Betty or one of our beer tenders and wax poetic about beer. Where are you guys normally located out of? So on Wednesday nights, we're usually typically here. Um, we run a little karaoke on Wednesday nights here. Fun. We're both kind of karaoke geeks. Before we started up 
caution, we used to go to karaoke bars like three times a week. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, we're like big time karaoke. No, big time karaoke. Excellent. <laughs> and we're actually running a competition right now. Uh, the winner of which will uh, is going to be receiving a year of beer free. Oh, very cool. So <laughs> we're we're in the middle of that competition right now. But um, so we're always here on Wednesday nights. I'm always at the uh, East Side location on Thursdays and Fridays. So definitely come over there. You know, hang out with me. Over there, and then uh, we're here in and out throughout the weekend. We both, are, we're all, we're throughout the week, throughout the weekend. When we're not at a festival of some sort. Or something, sort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very cool. Come say at festivals, that's another way to support, but uh, yeah, just come look, us, look for us on liquor store shelves. We're starting to get into a lot more liquor stores, restaurants, get the word out, yeah, social media stuff, whatever. Jay, just, you know. Give, Facebook? Uh, Facebook, of course. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Caution Brewing Co., Excellent. On Facebook, but if you just look up Caution Brewing, you'll, look, that, you'll find us. The, our Facebook feed is the one we update the most, and that's where we'll tell about all the different things going on throughout the week and, and new specials or sales or happy hours or, or adoption events that we're doing, things like that. So that's a really good way to keep up with what's happening at Caution, for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you, guys. So coming up is a little something that the audience is familiar with, possibly not you guys as much. Um, I hope you guys have not seen any questions. You know what's coming. First mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. so we have a lightning round question. Okay. So basically, there's 12 <coughs> questions. Uh, you guys have not seen these questions yet, have oh, you? Oh, right. No, we have not. Excellent. Excellent. We're going to start with these 12 questions. You try to answer them as fast as you possibly can. And at the end of the year, we're going to give prizes to the brewery with the fastest time. Wow. Okay. So well, this, this is a lot. I'll of let pressure. you talk. You're a faster talker. So, <laughs> all right. Well, there's two of you guys. So just shout it out as you okay. go, and, right. and okay. it'll be okay. Awesome. All right, you guys ready? Let's yep. do it. All right. What is the most difficult beer you've ever made and why? Probably the... Oolong Dak Dong. Oolong Dak Dong. Uh, sour Berliner Weiss because kettle controlling sours... It takes three days to brew. Do you prefer cans or bottles? Cans. Cans. Ales or lagers? Lagers. Favorite beer in the world? Probably Cardamom Saison. <laughs> Best brewery in the world? That's not us. Or else. <laughs> Best brewer in the world. Best brewer in the world. I he, he, mad Dog respects for dogfish. He Dog mad respects for dogfish. <laughs> what is more fun, home brewing or commercial brewing? Yes. <laughs> Best Both. beer commercial. Best beer commercial. Breckenridge is uh, the, the the making fun of all swirlies and, and ice cold and blue labels. How frequently does Caution have to kick someone out because they're too drunk? Probably once every couple years. In beer, what ingredient is the heart? What ingredient is the brain? And what ingredient is the soul? The soul is probably water. The brain s- is brain is well. The brain is the yeast. probably the malt. No, the brain is the the yeast. You're right. Yeah, because it does most of the work. <laughs> heart, heart, uh, heart is probably probably the malt. What's worse, a skunk or a skunky beer? Skunky beer. Excellent. Thank you so much. <laughs> a minute nine seconds. <laughs> right on. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for sure. having me. Um, again, this is Philip Jordan with Caution Brewing. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Sweet. And a special thanks to Caution Brewery. Remember to check us out at ilovecoloradobeer.com for all your beer gear. Check us out on Facebook at ilovecoloradobeer as well as Instagram. Thanks, Colorado. Cheers.